November 12th, 2019. There are around 50 days left in the year that also include Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah. And if you have school-age children, a whole slew of end-of-the-year holiday-ish parties, activities, donations, and drives. So there's a lot inevitably that goes into this period of time. On top of that, one of the things for those of us who are business owners, creatives, artists that are looking to go into 2020 with a plan, this is also the season where we start to look at what are our goals for 2020. Take a deep breath. I know it can feel like a lot. And I know that for a lot of years, I would hear podcast episodes like this and I would go running to the hills. But today I want to talk about one really simple strategy that when you sit down to do your 2020 planning is going to allow you to really truly plan goals for 2020 that don't lead to failure. So sit back, grab a drink, and let's chat about planning goals that we actually do for 2020. This is the Everyday Mind Podcast, the place where we come together to talk about living a life of notice, creating more connected relationships, and ditching the hustle as you establish the life and business you've always wanted. I'm Naftali Roberts, your host and guide, as we journey together exploring the everyday mind. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, guys. I'm so excited to be bringing you this episode today. I'm excited because I've been having a lot of conversations lately, and the conversations have all been surrounding a lot of our feeling around the topic of goal planning. I know for a lot of us, especially if we are creative and we possibly carry some shame and some guilt more on that on in other episodes, but just know that for a lot of us, we carry some big feelings around the topic of setting goals and then reaching them. We feel like we maybe don't fit the typical models of goal planning. And so when we get to this point in the year where it seems like you can't go anywhere without hearing someone talk about the goals they've set for the next year and how they're going to reach them and the goals that they met for this year. And are you setting a resolution? It can cause a lot of us to go hide in our closets, hide under the bed and just kind of go la 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 la. I don't want to because we just don't feel like they work for us. So because like I've said before, I am a recovery in recovery from not making goals. And when I did make them, I would push into my inner dreamer and I would create lofty and amazing goals, which is good. It is not bad to do that. No shame there. But I would forget to check them 
against the reality of time, space, money, and plans. And so I would head into the year just setting myself up for really big failures. So today I wanted to talk quickly about how to set a goal using this one strategy that is going to allow you to one, be specific, but two, give yourself some ranges so that the moment things aren't going the way that you wanted to, wish for, hope for, you don't have to feel like you're a big fat failure all year long. Because one, that doesn't help us reach our goals of being creatives and artists that make money. And two, who wants to feel like that? I know I don't. And I know you don't want that either. So what is this simple strategy? Now, I did not come up with a simple strategy. It is not mine. Some other brilliant person whose name I currently cannot remember came up with a strategy. So just know it's not mine, but I really do love using it, not only in my own goal planning, but in the goal planning work that I do with creative clients. I know that you guys know this, but when I do strategy sessions and planning for profit sessions with my creative clients, the first thing that we really look at before we look into their systems and their workflow is really looking at clearly what are their goals, both their long and their short-term goals, and how can we create really simple systems that allow for them to reach that. So goal planning is not only important to me because I do it and I'm actually getting ready when this episode goes live. I'm going to be leaving in a few days to head down to San Diego with some amazing, amazing women. And we're going to be doing some really deep goal planning work for 2020 and creating plans out of that. So this strategy I use with my clients and for surezies, when I go down to San Diego in a few days, I'm going to be using this to make sure that I am checking myself and my dreamer, not putting myself in a negative limiting mindset, but really looking at the reality and allowing myself to not create fear filled or idealistic goals that aren't going to happen because I've been guilty of both of them. So what's the strategy, right? I've already made you wait seven minutes. So what is it? The strategy is this, and then I'm going to explain how to do it, is that when you set goals, I really want you to be specific in what are your good, better, best goals. Now, what clearly is that actually mean in practicality? So let's say you are creating, and I recommend that when you're creating goals, that you create a couple, one being some income-related goals, um, and then others being milestones or markers that you can recognize when you reach them. So whether that is a certain amount of clients, whether that is a certain amount of sales, obviously that would result in income as well. Maybe that 
it's also important to have some creativity goals that you will try out a different medium. Maybe it is that you will go on a weekend away where you just create from the items around you. Whatever those goals are, creating ones that are whole person are important. As creatives, I know I mentioned this last week in the episode about creative burnout, it's really, really important that we spend a decent amount of time and energy really building up that creativity bucket so that we aren't always living in a state of burnout. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, go back, listen to it when you're done with this one. So how to set good, better, best goals. So the way that I really walk people through is like you have to look at each category of goal first. So let's say that we are a someone that sells something, whether that is a custom made product or that is a custom service, website design, photography package, etc. So let's say that that is what fits you. And if that's not you, just imagine how this would play for your specific creative path. So what you're going to do is you're going to look at your entire year. And first, and you can use the strategy for every layer of your goal planning process. And I would recommend doing that because our brain keeps going when we feel like we've reached goals. So having good, better, best goals will allow your brain to continue to seek movement and going forward and reaching towards your goals. In those times where things just don't go the way we plan, none of our movement goes perfectly. It's not a realistic goal. And so that's what this is so good for. It's so good for us that maybe desire perfectionism or fall into those patterns. So, okay. So you're going to look at your big goal. And I'm going to use numbers that are based on no sense of reality because mostly I'm picking them because I did not pre-do this math and I need to pick very simple, easily divisible things. So let's say your goal, because this is where you're at this year and this fits your income goal as well as your time to work balance, management, optimization goal. Let's say that you want to sell a hundred. So if you want to sell a hundred, and that's just kind of, this is like us doing a little algebra here, folks, where a hundred can be insert any sort of thing. This is like solving for X, which by golly, algebra was finally good for something for me. I'll have to call my mom. I was homeschooled. So I'll congratulate her for teaching me something that was worthwhile. So we're solving for X right now. And we are going to say that that means that right now, we know that we don't necessarily have all the systems in place or won't by quarter one to support one quarter of those sales. So one of the common mistakes that I see that 
when people start goal planning, especially when doing this good, better, best goals, is that they don't think about what is actually possible in quarter one versus quarter four, where I have a lot more opportunity to get things ready. So you want to look at, okay, do I want to divide my big goal in four? Do I want to, et cetera. Now, when you're making that big goal, this is the first place you can use the good, better, best goal. Now, ask yourself, is 100 the bare minimum? Like if I reach that goal, will I just barely pay my bills? Will I just barely reach whatever? Is it the bare minimum? Because good in this method and strategy for goal planning is really the lowest acceptable okay place. I know for some of us who are perfectionists or just strive for excellence at all times, this is gonna be a hard pill to swallow, but trust me when I say you are not going to stop at good every time, but reaching the good goal is gonna actually propel you forward because our brains like small successes. So we're gonna use good to propel us forward. So is 100 maybe in this situation our good goal? That really is by the end of the year what we need to do to make our most basic income goal. Great. If that is true, then that is our good goal. Then we also need to set a better goal, which might be a little bit more. Let's say our good goal is 100. Then maybe our better goal might be, you know, half more. So like that would be 150. Now, then when we look at our best goal, our best goal is where the sky is the limit. It is often not going to be where we reach this year, but sometimes, sometimes when we take intentional and on-purpose movement and we really listen to our audience and we do things systematically, sometimes we reach that best goal. And so it's important to look at it because it does give us something to aim for, even if we know in the back of our mind, like it might be a little outside of the realm of possibility for this year, but let's try for it anyways. And if we don't reach it, then we've at least reached our better or good goal. So see what I mean? See what I'm putting down? This allows our brain to live in a space of not only seeing how we are reaching goals in abundance, but it gives our brain some movement. It allows for creativity within the steps that we're making because we know that at the end of the day, we only have to sell a hundred and then we can also reach towards better and best. Now you can do this in how you break down each step. Those, remember, was our big goal. So next, what you're gonna do is you're gonna take your big goal and your good, better, best, and you're gonna write that out. And then you're gonna look, like I said, at each quarter and say, okay, realistically, I'm not in the place, I don't have the referral and marketing system 
streamlined and in place where I know that 25 will be possible. Now that might be for Q1, quarter one, the first portion of the year, that might be your maybe better or best goal. But you're going to say, realistically, I'm going to need to sell more at the end of the year because I will have more of a process in place. I know I'll be more established by then because I'm taking specific action points. And that's huge in a place that I've fallen short at different points and some place I've done some learning. Definitely stay tuned. A little bit later in the year in December, I'm going to be doing an episode about the important lessons that I've learned this year in my journey so that I hopefully can impart that knowledge to you guys. And one of those is around this topic of like, what do you do when things aren't moving as fast as you thought they would? So that is the simple strategy. It really is looking at your long-term goals for this next year, setting them, but then creating a flexible and movable way that you can track that. Now, here might be a question that you have. How do I check in with myself about that? Well, this is where a little bonus information is gonna be thrown in here. It is essential, guys, if you want to be creatives and artists that are making money, it is essential that you commit to at least once a quarter looking at how am I doing? How am I doing, whether it's in my financial or my task or my connection points, how am I doing in these goals? And if you're not reaching better, but you're reaching good, then acknowledge that, celebrate that. But then you can also say, okay, I really want to reach my better goal. So if I do, what action points, income generating ones, not rebranding or spending six hours thinking about your next opt-in, which you haven't vetted or talked to anyone about, not any of the things that maybe we use to avoid not going to the movies, although that might spark your inspiration, so go to the movies. But no, really, what what is it that I can do specifically each and every day to get me reaching my goals? That's a bigger and longer episode, but I just want to say, take this And what I would love for you to do is pick one thing, one specific area in that you're going to be working on for goal planning and create a good, better, best goal. And then take a picture, make a video um, and put it on Instagram or Facebook and tag me, whether it's in the on purpose community or it's just in any of the social places. Let's share with each other how this one simple strategy really, I promise, if you start to implement it, will shift how you feel in goal planning because it's going to allow that flexibility and freedom that we as creatives really crave. So let's use the next 57 or however many left 
or maybe you're in the beginning of the year because it was already the burr months when you listened to this and just felt impossible. Well, let's sit down and let's set on purpose goals using this one simple strategy of good, better, best. And let's see how that allows us to propel our growth and our intentional movement forward in a way that allows us to have that life and business we've always wanted. I will talk to you all soon. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to The Everyday Mind. Here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of the episode you just listened to, head on over to Instagram stories and share there all about why you've been loving the Everyday Mind podcast. Tag me, Naftali V. Roberts, and share so that more people can continue to grow their life of notice so they can build a life and business they always wanted. If you really love me, please head and leave a rating and review so that more people can continue to hear and get encouraged and the tips and tricks to grow a life of notice and build that business on purpose. Have a great day and I'll talk to you all soon.